Hello, and welcome to another edition of I've Had It. This one's called It's Too Easy. With the left totally caving to the kook fringe, November should be a cakewalk for the GOP. Going to bat for a 6'3 guy, Leah Thomas, swimming next to normal-sized girls in a college swim meet can't be a vote-getter, can it? I mean, where is all this going? A hypothetical 6'6 guy who can easily dunk a basketball decides he's now a gal and is changing sides to play for the gals basketball team. Is that a supportable position? Are flyover Americans who have spent thousands of dollars on their daughter's club and travel teams going to tolerate being totally upended when cross-dressing boys join their team, stealing their daughter's position and their hopes and dreams of earning a college scholarship? This is just one of the fronts where a pitched battle is taking place. For me, I can barely watch the highlights. They are so strikingly out of phase. That's fair. Don't people care about fair? Of course, the Washington Post supports it, saying in a recent editorial, the science regarding whether or not biological males have a physical advantage over biological females remains unsettled. Despite the fact that Thomas has spent the last season effectively blowing biological female competitors out of the water after years of being unable to crack the top 400 in men's competitions. The LGBT community even knows it's a losing issue. Former tennis great Martina Navratilova, a lesbian, and former men's Olympic decathlon champion, Caitlyn Jenner, now a transgender female, both object to the growing trend. Navratilova believing there should be an asterisk next to Thomas's name for winning the NCAA 500 meter championship. Strangely enough, there is zero outrage from the left. One point for the Republicans. Next up, parents having a right to provide input on their kids' curriculum. Thanks to Zoom classes during the lockdown, parents got to actually see what their kids were being taught and by whom. To many, it was stunning. Much of the teaching did not conform to the parents' expectations. A number of parents were so put off by it that they started showing up to school board meetings once the lockdown was lifted. That's when the fun started. Many school boards basically shut the parents down and ignored their appeals to open up the curriculum for debate. It started a nationwide outcry and has cost many school board members and school administrators their positions. The most amazing, it forced the recall of three very liberal members of a very liberal school board in San Francisco. It was the pivotal issue in the Virginia governor's race. It's still an issue and is expected to be a deciding one heading into November. Shockingly, the left is sticking with its position like the one in recent, what else? The Washington Post opinion piece. Parents claim they have the right to shape their kids' curriculum. They don't. Uh, great. Again, the left's elite worldview ignores the views of millions of average Americans who will use this singular issue as a sledgehammer to pound the Democrats. That's two points for the GOP. The third issue, which has been, which has been being driven hard by the left, is the resistance by President Biden to lower gas prices by increasing domestic gas reserves. And by the way, just go get a Tesla. 
He knows that the progressives in the party would never forgive him if he caved to the issue. Actors Mark Ruffalo, Leonardo DiCaprio, and Ben Stiller all want people to quit using the Royal Bank of Canada because it helps fund a joint U.S.-Canada pipeline. Biden can also try to blame Putin or the domestic oil companies, but it's not working. Two-thirds of all Americans believe Biden needs to open up American oil production. He and his capital spokespeople insist, though, that U.S. drivers, one, be patriotic and cut back on driving, two, take public transit, and three, buy an electric vehicle. Well, with 15% of the population driving pickups and only 10% near public transit, those helpful suggestions aren't going to get too far. With, price, with gas prices now up over $2 a gallon in most states, most Americans believe Biden is not using all of his options because he's playing to the fringe global warming crowd. Three points for the Republicans and the game's over. For most political campaigns, how our president deals with defense issues or the state of the economy would be the determining factors when it comes down to the final vote. But this year, the left has departed from traditional norms and tried to force Americans to give up long-held customs and beliefs. Until there is some unforeseen event, these three issues will be the ones that most Americans will have on their minds when they cast their vote. Now on to page two. I know I ask a lot of questions, but does anyone wonder why the U.S. hopped on the Ukraine bandwagon so quickly? Ukraine is extremely corrupt. Some say the most corrupt country in the European continent. Bribery for nearly all delivered goods and services is expected. Over half of all banks have been liquidated in the past 10 years due to the quaint little habit of running Ponzi schemes. And the ruling elite notoriously skim billions off the top of gas companies. In a recent poll, less than 5% of the citizens in the country have faith in the justice system. The country's top newspaper was recently shut down under mysterious circumstances. The grand total of these nefarious acts places the Ukraine near the bottom of the world's countries when it comes to corruption. As a country, it doesn't give you the warm and fuzzies. Now, why are, all, why are Americans tripping over each other to shower the borderland, as some of its citizens like to call it, with such love and adoration? The reason, Trump derangement syndrome 2.0. We can all agree Putin is not one of the good guys. Where does this lust, though, for war from the left and the neocons come from? You don't often think of the left as being patriotic. In fact, a recent poll showed that they are not. If we were invaded, Democrats would be the first ones to turn tail and run to Canada or maybe Cabo. Republicans and independents would be the ones left to protect the homeland. And where are our interests there? Other than Mila Kunis, and well, that's about it, it's not that we are a kindred spirit. There are 12 countries and a huge ocean between us and them. Other than the Biden family, we do very little trading with them. As I said, it's TRS2, Trump Derangement Syndrome 2.0. After scanning Twitter for the past few weeks, I've discovered that the cranks on the left still believe Trump is in cahoots with Vlad. And if he's for him, they're again him. It's not much more than that. Well, that is it for I've Had It.
look forward to seeing you and speaking with you on the next issue. So long.